Jewish groups are demanding an apology after MPs gave a standing ovation to a Ukrainian veteran who served in a Nazi military unit during the Second World War while Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky visited Parliament. After days of silence surrounding the One Million March for Children, Pierre Polyev says Prime Minister Justin Trudeau should butt out when it comes to parental rights and the debate around gender ideology in Canadian classrooms. In response to the nationwide parental rights protests last week, a TDSB trustee says parental rights do not exist in Canada and that there's only children's rights. Hello Canada, it's Monday, September 25th, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Cosmin Georgia. And I'm Lindsay Shepard. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Jewish advocacy groups are demanding an apology and explanation after members of parliament gave a standing ovation to a Ukrainian veteran who served in a Nazi military unit during the Second World War. Speaker of the House Anthony Rota rose after Zelensky's address to parliament to recognize Hunka. Your words today also remind us of another world leader who addressed both our houses during the time of war. In December 1941, during World War II, the British Prime Minister Sir Winston Churchill traveled to Ottawa and delivered an impassioned speech on behalf of his people to rally for the continued support for his country at war. It was a defining moment of history and one that must never be forgotten. We have here in the chamber today Ukrainian-Canadian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today, even at his age of 98. And uh, I was going to say he's in the gallery, but I think you beat me to that. <laughs> but I'm very proud to say that he is from North Bay and from my riding of Nipissing to Miskaming. <laughs> he's a Ukrainian hero, a Canadian hero, and we thank him for all his service. Thank you. Hunka fought with the 1st Ukrainian Division, formerly the 14th SS Division, Galicia, a Nazi unit made of Ukrainian soldiers. Speaker of the House Anthony Rota rose after Zelensky's address to Parliament to recognize Hunka. The Center for Israel and Jewish Affairs, a Jewish advocacy group, posted on X that it was deeply troubled and disturbed to learn that MPs gave Hunka a hero's welcome. Sija wrote, quote, Canada's Jewish community stands firmly with Ukraine in its war against Russian aggression. But we can't stay silent when crimes committed by Ukrainians during the Holocaust are whitewashed. The Friends of Simon Weisenthal Center, an advocacy group dedicated to educating Canadians about the Holocaust, said it was appalled to learn about the incident and demanded an apology and explanation. They wrote, quote, an apology is owed to every Holocaust survivor and veteran of the Second World War who fought the Nazis. And an explanation must be provided as to how this individual entered the hallowed halls of Canadian Parliament and received recognition from the Speaker of the House and a standing ovation. The Soviet Union fought against Nazi Germany in the Second World War and was part of the Allied forces comprising of the United Kingdom, the United States, Canada, and others. 
the Soviet Union suffered the largest number of casualties during the war. So Lindsay, I cannot imagine a bigger mistake than this. This is even worse than when Trudeau had attempted assassin Jaspal Atwal attend a state dinner while they were in India for a foreign delegation. They actually found a way to embarrass not only every MP in the House of Commons, but also visiting foreign dignitaries. I would assume this has repercussions beyond domestic politics. Additionally, this comes about a week after Trudeau's inflammatory accusation that the Indian government was involved in a killing on Canadian soil. How do you mess up this bad and so consistently? I mean, did the government not do a simple Google search to figure out who the Ukrainians fought with during World War II? Well, Cosman, yesterday, Speaker of the House, Liberal Anthony Rota, he took full responsibility for bringing Hunka into the House of Commons. He released a statement saying he regrets his decision to do this, to invite Hunka, and he says, quote, I wish to make clear that no one, including fellow parliamentarians and the Ukraine delegation, was aware of my intention or of my remarks before I delivered them. This initiative was entirely my own, the individual in question being from my writing and having been brought to my attention. He then apologized to the Jewish community and he said he accepted full responsibility of his actions. Um, presumably, you know, this had to go through his communication staff, his other staff, you know, I mean, it did pass through other people. Do you think Ukraine is going to respond to this, Cosman? Honestly, I'm not sure what sort of response the Ukrainians will give to this, whether it will be public or private. I, I do assume that there will be some private talks uh, about what happened here because it not only reflects poorly on the judgment of the Canadian government here, but also, I mean, we had a visiting foreign president and this happened during his visit. So I'm sure there will be some questions asked about the procedure that took place here. I personally struggle to see how the government could not know about this happening. There must have been some red flags raised along the way. I mean, when Anthony Rota was uh, introducing this individual, he said, you know, this Ukrainian soldier fought against the Russians. Any person, any child with a basic understanding of World War II history would know that the Russians were on the Allies' side. This is just like basic history that you learn in school. Additionally, we have MPs there. You know, the Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland's family is Ukrainian. She must have known what this was all about. And it, quite frankly, it, it's stunning that they continued to do what they did by clapping and, and calling this individual a hero. Conservative Party leader Pierre Polyev said that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau should butt out when it comes to parental rights and the debate around gender ideology in Canadian classrooms. The response came after Trudeau commented on the One Million March for Children by calling it hateful. The protest, which began on Wednesday and took place in a number of cities across Canada, saw thousands of protesters demonstrating against gender ideology being taught in schools and advocating for more parental say over curriculum. Trudeau wrote on X, quote, let me make one thing very clear. Transphobia, homophobia, and biphobia have no place in this country. We strongly condemn this hate and its manifestations, and we stand united in support of two SLGBTQI plus Canadians across the country. You are valid and you are valued. The protests were also denounced by NDP leader Jagmeet Singh 
and Toronto Mayor Olivia Chow. Polyev, however, remained silent on the issue over the last several days, as did members of his caucus. It wasn't until Friday that he responded to Trudeau's comments on X. Polyev wrote, quote, Justin Trudeau always divides to distract from all he has broken. This time he is demonizing concerned parents. Parents should be the final authority on the values and lessons that are taught to children. Trudeau should butt out and let parents raise their kids. Cosman, in advance of the One Million March for Children last week, the Conservative Party issued a memo saying that MPs must not speak on the issue and must not indicate any public support of the One Million March for Children. So why didn't Polyev do this sooner? Well, we have to realize that the Conservatives are an established party and there's a lot of people involved in crafting policy lines and, you know, different communications perspectives. And quite frankly, there are a lot of people left over who still have this absolute fear of the legacy media and being labeled all sorts of names. This seems to continue in the background while Polyev is still leader. But I will give him credit that he's actually touching this issue. You know, most Canadian politicians, especially conservative ones, will not uh, delve into the culture wars. They won't uh, speak out on what their position is. And I think this is a good statement, but it also seems like similar to what he said before. And that memo you mentioned, uh, it was actually all just pointing to Polyev's past comments. And he actually made this exact statement almost when Prime Minister Justin Trudeau criticized New Brunswick Premier Blaine Higgs' own policy, which essentially is meant to make educators inform parents of children under the age of 16 uh, that their child is undergoing a gender transition or using different pronouns. So this is almost the same. He, he said the same thing, you know, butt out uh, to the prime minister. Whether it's enough to show grassroots conservatives that Polyev is taking a stance on this issue, honestly, I'm not sure. The Toronto District School Board's Ward 8 trustee Shelley Laskin told a parent supportive of the nationwide One Million March for Children that parental rights do not exist in Canada and that there are only children's rights. Laskin's comments attacking the concept of parental rights came after a concerned parent emailed the trustee expressing displeasure with the TDSB's vocal opposition to the demonstrations happening across the country. The TDSB had emailed the district's parents with a letter from the TDSB's Director of Education, Colleen Russell Rollins, and her associate directors preemptively denouncing the protests as inflammatory, transphobic, and hateful. In response to the letter, the concerned parent sent a letter of his own to the TDSB expressing his concerns he had with the TDSB's statement, which he claims misrepresents the diverse communities represented at the march. Word a trustee Laskin replied to the parent's letter disputing his claims to any parental rights that he has and attacking the demonstrations for allegedly being organized by hateful groups. Laskin says that she learned parental rights do not exist in Canada from a TikTok video reposted to X by an anti-conservative creator. Depicting a transgender law professor from the University of Alberta explaining why the concept of parental rights is American. 
Laskin disparaged the slogan hands off her kids as being quote religious and openly intolerant of the 2S LGBTQ community and said that the demonstrators were protesting quote things that are not taught in schools. Laskin also linked to a report from the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, a far-left activist organization that has spread misleading claims before. So this trustee claims that the protests are misrepresenting what's being taught in classrooms, but I actually find that most of the legacy media coverage, most of what prominent politicians are saying about this protest and its aims is a misrepresentation. Nobody who went to these protests was out there debating the rights of LGBTQ people. There were clear aims, like just giving parents more say over what's taught in the curriculum, informing parents whether their child is undergoing a gender transition while at school or representing with different pronouns. So based on this trustee's criticisms and comments, it seems to me that they were quick to jump to conclusions. They basically read everything they know about this protest in the legacy media, and they never bothered to figure out what this was actually about. Do you think this story speaks volumes about the type of people currently in charge of Canada's public school system? Cosman, this term we're using now, parental rights, it's relatively new. I would say I only really started adopting it myself in the past year or so. And I think this idea of parental rights versus children's rights does deserve to be hashed out in a fair way, um, you know, in a well thought out manner, not just a, a TikTok video by someone who clearly has an agenda. But, you know, as for this trustee herself, it's unfortunate that she says something like that this stuff isn't being taught in school. Okay, let's look at the Planned Parenthood case in Saskatchewan. They were very clearly handing out this deck of cards that was directing children to go seek out strange pornography on the internet to to find the the kinks that they like like again to 14 and 15 year old preteens this is who they were targeting here and they were teaching these preteens about fringe sexual acts um, and how to do them so we know this is being taught we can't write this off so this trustee is really just dishonest and also it's a huge red flag that she is retweeting the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, who, as you mentioned, they spread misleading claims. Um, they're not a reliable source. So I think a, a lot of what gets overlooked here is what can parents do? How can they avoid the public school system, which seemingly seeks to indoctrinate their children? Cosmin, Canada is a pretty dismal environment for school choice. Alberta is the only province where school choice functionally exists. And there we, we're seeing an initiative called the Alberta Classical Academies. They have two campuses in Edmonton and in Calgary, where children learn a classical liberal education. And it's a charter school. So it's tuition free. And so something like that, to me, seems like such an amazing option. Because, you know, I hesitate to recommend private school or homeschool, because economically, I don't think it makes sense for most people. Um, so charter schools, I think, are a reasonable option. And for myself, I mean, I'll have a son. Well, I mean, we have a son that will be entering school next year. 
And I'm not so opposed to the public school system because my approach is let's get him to bring home the materials. I want to see what they are teaching and I want to be able to combat it from within the home. So if I see him bring home material that is really ideologically motivated, then I want to be able to discuss it with him in the home right away. That's it for today, folks. Don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. Plus, The Andrew Lawton Show will be live at 1 p.m. Eastern and Ratioed with Harrison Faulkner will be live today at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thank you and have a good day.